Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. So you're scrolling through Facebook when you see an ad about how you can make thousands of dollars online from home. You probably wince and think, man, this has to be a scam. While the claims that you can make thousands of dollars in an hour are likely sales gimmicks, there are plenty of ways that you can make money online doing things that you love. Just keep in mind you will not get rich quick and it'll take hard work and patience. Sometimes I'm working on my computer and I suddenly realize I need a USB cord, an HDMI cord, or pretty much just anything in order to finish up some project that I'm working on. I always look to Amazon. It's convenient and fast. Almost everything that I mention from tools to software to hardware you can buy on Amazon. Did you know that you can support the Quick and Dirty Tips team if you go to quickanddirtytips.com Amazon and click on the banner? It doesn't add any cost to anything that you're buying on Amazon and it helps support the show and we'd really appreciate it. One of the first things to consider when working online is how you're willing to get paid. There are some websites that will pay you in credits to their site, say in the form of a gift card or a subscription. Other websites will pay to a PayPal account or to your bank account, just like a typical employer would. Now, payment method can vary pretty substantially depending on the type of work that you're doing, and I would strongly recommend using a service such as PayPal to receive payments at first. The reason for this is that PayPal offers protections on withdrawing and depositing money, and they've been in the online payment space longer than most anybody else. The idea here is to avoid giving out any kind of banking information to a company that you do not have a track record with. There have been many scams that try to snag as much information as possible from you in order to withdraw money for an account or to try and steal your information and identity. In either case, being paid with PayPal for a while doesn't hurt and it keeps you safe. Now that we've squared away where the money goes, let's talk about what you can do online to make money. There are two distinctions to be made. You can work for yourself or you can work for someone else. As you start out, you'll most likely find that doing work for an existing company will be more lucrative. This is because an existing company will already have customers, a product or a service, and a method of work. This means that you should expect a regular paycheck for work and that you only have to worry about your specific task. The other option would be to work for yourself, which can be more difficult. It requires you to find customers, deal with billing, making a website, produce audio or video content, and figure out how to monetize all of that. While this is challenging, it's also much more lucrative in the long run if you're successful. Ultimately, what you decide has to be what works best for you. If you have a full-time job already and you're just looking to make some side income, then working for an existing company will probably take less of your time and you can stop whenever you want. It's great if you need some extra money around the holidays or if you just want to save some money. If you're looking to get out of the corporate rat race, you'll probably want to start working for yourself. That way you can make your own decisions and take full share in all of the successes. Keep in mind that it's going to be much more difficult though. Now let's get right down to it. What can you actually do to make money online? Well, there are a million different ways, but I'm going to group them based upon the type of work that's available. One really popular way to make money online is to take surveys. Basically, you sign up to take surveys about a variety of topics. You can get paid anywhere from $1 to $20 for a single survey. Typically, these come from marketing companies who want data for new products or for market research. If you're interested in this, check out mysurvey.com or surveyspot.com. There are a ton of other websites, but these two have actually known people to use. While they didn't make enough money to live on off of this endeavor, an extra couple hundred dollars a month is feasible and a nice little boost to spending money.
If this is something that you're interested in, check out a link that I've posted in the show notes of today's episode where you can find a lot more information on taking surveys online. There are a couple of websites that I heard great things about, such as Fiverr.com, where you can post a skill or problem that you can help solve and you charge $5 for anything. It could be writing a cover letter, proofreading a paper, translating a document, or making a logo. You just post your skill and if somebody needs it, you get $5 for completing it. The other odd job I think is interesting is Amazon's Mechanical Turk. Amazon will pass you a small job and you get paid a few cents to complete it. This could be just looking at a picture of a receipt and typing the total tax. It could be simply identifying what a picture is, say of a dog or a cat or anything else. The idea behind Amazon's Mechanical Turk is that people need a job done that only people can do because computers aren't good at it. And they need it done fast. Say you had a shoebox full of receipts you wanted to organize, the Mechanical Turk would distribute the work and get it done in minutes. If you're looking for any kind of freelance work, it's all around you. You can get started easily by looking through Craigslist for any particular job. This is often the easiest, but some people don't like dealing with people they don't know on Craigslist. If you want a more official freelance gig, then you should check out Upworks.com. It's a great website for finding freelancers and hiring them, or if you have a skill of your own that you'd like to market. For example, if you like to write, there are a lot of websites or companies that pay for your content, articles, and copywriting for their site. The compensation can be low for something like blogging, however other options such as technical writing or copywriting can pay better. If this is something that you're interested in, check out the link that I posted, Who Pays Writers, for some honest intel. Some pay you for the number of views it produces, and some just pay you a flat fee. I've posted yet another link in the show notes for a great summary of some freelance writing options if that's something that you'd be interested in. Now, one of the best ways that I found to make money online is to review products and include affiliate links on your personal or business website. Affiliate links are links to products that if a user clicks and buys a product, then you get a percentage of that purchase. One of the most popular affiliate programs is through Amazon. Did you know that you can help out the Quick and Dirty Tips team by buying Amazon products using our affiliate link? If you visit the Quick and Dirty Tips website at quickanddirtytips.com slash offers, you can just buy something through the link and we'll get credit for it. It's a pretty great way you can support the show without costing you a dime. Now, one of the best ways that I've seen to put this into practice is a person will set up a website or a blog and review products. They will include links to those products in their webpage. And if you click a link and buy from Amazon, then they get a percentage of each purchase at no cost to the user who bought the item. The reason why I prefer this method is that it allows you to passively make money. One article can reach hundreds or even thousands of people. The more people that buy using your links, the more money you make, period. You can make money months after you publish an article without any extra input. Another less known way to make money online is through white hat hacking, which is completely legal. There are two types of hacking, white hat hacking and black hat hacking. Black hat is where people hack illegally to break in, steal information, or just cause harm. White hat hacking is where you can try and find vulnerabilities in a system so that the black hats can't break in. Legal hacking is done when you have permission from a company or an individual to test the security of their system, website, server, product, whatever. There are a number of companies that provide servers and websites for anyone to try and hack. If you're successful, then you can receive a bounty of anywhere from $50 to thousands of dollars. Sure, you need some specific skills, but if you're looking to make money and are already tech-savvy computer guru, this is a great way to get started. If you check out the website bugcrowd.com, they have a comprehensive list of companies that you can legitimately try to hack. 
It's a pretty cool way to get started with programming and hacking, and if you're already good, you can stand to make a lot of money. Now, I'd love to hear about any ways that you've made money online. And recently, I've just done another episode on how to make money specifically with YouTube that I've posted in links to the show notes of this episode. Be sure to check out techtalker.quickandirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or make a suggestion for a future post, comment on facebook.com slash QDT Tech Talker or the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker. Keep the technology simple. 